Welcome to Soul Talk, soulful conversations exploring who you are, why you're here, and how to live your most authentic life. My name is Coop Blackson, nationally best-selling author of You Are The One, transformational teacher, and your host. I invite you to subscribe to the Soul Talk podcast for weekly inspiration from me, where I will share with you some powerful ideas, thoughts, and practical life wisdom to help you live life more fully, freeing yourself from your past, reclaiming your power, and living your true life's purpose. You can also go to www.coopblackson.com, enter your name and email to download my free two-part video training series and learn the ultimate secrets to happiness and fulfillment. Let's get started with Soul Talk. Welcome back, folks. It's Coot here. Welcome to another very special episode of the Soul Talk podcast. Today's episode is going to be, I think, a juicy one, a hot topic. I recently received a heartfelt email from a listener of the Soul Talk podcast who sent me a question. And uh, she said that she was going through a challenging, emotional, and difficult time and just wanted some of my feedback, guidance, any insight or perspective on her situation. Here is her question in a nutshell. I'm going to abbreviate the question. My boyfriend of two years says that he wants to have an open relationship and see many partners. He says he just wants to be free. He wants freedom. Coot, what should I do? Folks, welcome back to the Soul Talk podcast. It's Coot here. Today's episode, I think, by the sounds of that question, is going to be a rather hot, juicy, perhaps challenging, maybe uncomfortable, uh, but maybe enlightening episode. This was a question I recently received from uh, a heartfelt email I recently received from one of the listeners of the Soul Talk podcast, and I wanted to address it because she really uh, wanted me to uh, share my perspective on her question open relationship. I mean, Lord knows relationship in and of itself can be quite challenging. Relationship often brings up uh, all of our unresolved stuff, finds those places within ourselves and tends to bring up our insecurities, our fears, our our, our pain, our trauma, our, our joys. I mean, relationship is a blessing and it can be very challenging. And so as we explore this delicate situation, What would you do, dear listener, if you were in love with someone but your partner said they wanted to have an open relationship? You know, it deals with a very vulnerable matter of the heart. We can be logical about it all we want, but the heart isn't logical. The heart is tender. The heart is raw. Question I have in answering this question, if you're listening, uh, the person who sent me this, if you're listening, will call you uh, Miss S., question becomes for us to consider what is freedom you know your boyfriend says i want to be free what is freedom exactly is freedom sometimes we define freedom doing whatever i want whenever i want with whoever i want however many times i want wherever i want but the question is is that really freedom to simply act 
out all of your desires doesn't necessarily mean that you're truly, sincerely free. It might, might actually mean that you're just a slave and being run by your conditioning, by your desire, by your emotion, by your biology. And to me, this is not true freedom. This is slavery. Dating multiple partners won't necessarily bring you real freedom if you aren't free within yourself or you don't know who you really are. Real freedom is not a function of something outside. So when your freedom is dependent on structures and forms and things outside of yourself, you are dependent. So that means when those things and everything in the world is transitory, so when those people or situations change, your freedom will also change with that. That is not real freedom. It's people like Mandela and Jesus and Buddha and Gandhi found a deeper sense of freedom that wasn't dependent on externals. To me, this is true freedom. Real freedom, consider this, is a state of being. Let me repeat, real freedom is simply a state of being, first and foremost, not really a function of form. Now, from a state of internal freedom, you can structure your life and create relationships and situations and agreements and, and an environment that can help sustain and enhance the freedom you already feel, but freedom is an inner state of being, first and foremost. Now, you know, the deepest masculine drive, and we all have masculine and feminine inside of us, but the deepest masculine drive for the masculine, for men, for the male species is the pursuit of of freedom. You look at sports, you look at masculine sports, everything is about, you know, uh, beating someone into submission or taking a ball and dunking it or or crossing a line. It, this pursuit of breaking through restrictions into a realm of freedom, the touchdown, the goal, freedom. There is a drive inside of the masculine to 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 seek freedom. So what I found that if a man doesn't have a spiritual practice, a spiritual practice where he is in some way, shape or form transcending himself, going beyond himself, going beyond his limited sense of ego, he will often feel the structure of relationship form commitment, otherwise known as commitment, monogamy. He will often feel this structure as a, a sort of restriction on his freedom, whether he admits it to himself, you, anyone else or not. A man, I believe, I found that a masculine, a man must have a spiritual practice where he is transcending himself. When he is transcending himself, going beyond, accessing the void, he's accessing that deeper dimension of freedom within himself. Spiritual practice could be through meditation. Spiritual practice could be, you know, rock climbing, karate, uh, you know, some yogic practice. Whatever spiritual practice, I'm defining spiritual practices as when he is going beyond himself, his limited identification to name, form, otherwise known as ego. Unless a man has a spiritual practice in this definition where he's going beyond himself, transcending himself, accessing the void, he will often feel relationship as a restriction on his freedom. Reality is the more, uh, the more a man is conditioned to, to identify with his 
egoic self, himself as this body, the more he will likely feel restricted. In fact, the more we all feel restricted, like I'm just this body. And, you know, look, media, society, friends, family, everything around us is constantly conditioning us to believe how limited we are with this body, with this name, with our color, with our form. We're constantly being conditioned and programmed to identify. So it's only natural that the more we are identified with our egoic self, the more, shall we say, limited we will feel inside of ourselves. And so in the masculine, just understand there is a impulse to freedom. I want to experience freedom. But if I'm really, you know, caught up, wrapped up, identified as my name, Coot, my form, Susie, John, what, whoever I am, my role, the less free I'm going to innately feel naturally within my own being because I'm, I am identified with my own limitation. The foundation of freedom is the inherent realization that you are not this mind-body, you are not simply this ego, that what you are is a dimensionless, infinite being. The reality is, many times as men, I think it's important to understand that we sometimes forget, you know, and I'm speaking to the woman who's asked this question, sometimes he forgets that what he inherently is, is freedom itself. So... He must have a process, a practice, a, an exercise, a spiritual process, practice of accessing this freedom in himself. Freedom is a state of being. Freedom is a state of being. Many times, you know, that's why often when a man has sex, he, he has an orgasm, he has an ejaculation. What happens in that moment of ejaculation, explosion, boom? What happens in that moment? You know, the French call it little death. Yes, there is a part of him. He dies for a moment. In that small moment of release, he is released from himself. In that small moment, for a few seconds, he dissolves. He's gone. And because he's no longer there, is blissful for a moment. And that bliss is just ecstatic because he's not wrapped up for a few seconds in his limited you know egoic self for a moment he's just gone freedom he's accessing that he's transcending himself real freedom is a state of being so back to your question uh, just to set a bit of a context, there's a lot of talk in some spiritual circles now about how monogamy isn't working anymore. Monogamy isn't evolved. Monogamy is not spiritual, you know, and there's a certain, certain commitment, monogamy bashing thing that sometimes is happening in the spiritual world. Here's my take. To me, it's not about monogamy. It's not about open relationships. It's about neither one. What it's more about is what you bring to it, what you bring to the moment, what you bring to yourself, what you bring to your relationship that makes the difference. I think it's important, the real freedom and the real openness is to go beyond rigid rules of right and wrong. I believe that each of us are unique expressions of the infinite. We are unique expressions of the divine creator of life. Each of us have a unique soul journey. Each of us have our own unique soul lessons that we are, we have incarnated into this human existence as you, as each of us to learn and grow as and grow into each person, each human being must find their most authentic, unique expression. That is the deepest expression of your own heart. What might be right for you may not be right for another person, may not be right for another person, may not be right for another person. 
And what may be right for you in a particular moment or stage or phase in your life might change depending on what lessons you're needing to learn in that particular moment, what where you're at in your own level of evolution, the season of your life. It's It can change. So I think it's important to start from an understanding that there's no right or wrong monogamy or, 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 or open relationship. None is more or less enlightened. We have to find our own unique expression and be honest about that based on where we're truly at and not simply act out of ego or act out of uh, being a slave to some biology, but act out of our deepest truth. Many times folks can't even have a relationship with themselves, let alone another person. Many times we can't even have a relationship with another person, let alone two people. And I always come, kind of come from the, the foundational sort of old school place. of If you can't have a relationship with, another, with one person, how are you going to have a relationship with two people? Now you have double the issue, double the problem. Love is beyond form. And all forms are impermanent. And changing. So here's what I would invite you to consider in the exploration of open relationship or monogamy. When you love another person unconditionally, you dare to speak your heart's truth with love and vulnerability. To love, to really love. And to me, what's important is not the form, the foundation of what's important is the loving. The loving is beyond form. So when you really love another person, truly, deeply, unconditionally, we must learn to speak our truth, our heart, our authenticity, our vulnerability. I believe the truth always serves everyone, even though it may not seem that way at first. Truth is the foundation for openness in life, and relationship. So in any relationship, I always feel if you communicate how you feel up front, your partner at least has a choice whether to continue to be in the relationship or not. This is to honor yourself. This is to honor your need. This is to also honor your partner and give them the option to choose rather than being under some false pretense. Then from that moment, because to me, relationship is is about agreement. In relationship, there's a few factors. There's there's connection. Do you and this person have a connection? There is consciousness. Are you vibrating at a similar frequency in consciousness? And there's compatibility. So you can love someone deeply, profoundly, have this profound connection, chemistry, mental, emotional, sexual, but maybe you're not compatible. Maybe your needs are different. Maybe where you're going is different. Maybe your life path is different. Maybe you have a profound connection, but you're totally vibrating at different levels of consciousness. And maybe you're, you're as a soul, way further along the path and you're not connecting at a deeper level. And so relationship is about agreement. Please consider that. There is no right or wrong. It's about agreement. So wherever you're at, communicate how you feel. And if you both agree, here's where I come from. If you both agree to being in a monogamous and faithful, committed relationship with each other, then honor that commitment 
or whatever commitments you've made, but honor the commitment you've made for as long as it is truly authentic. Now, just because you have a momentary attraction to someone or feeling of lust or a desire, you know, all of these emotions are human. They're natural. They will come and go like the wind. That doesn't mean you have to act on them. And many times we act on them and people say, oh, I'm just following my my follow, being in the moment. That's not always being in the moment. That might be uh, uh, succumbing to a lower moment. And in doing so, not truly honoring the person that you've made an agreement with. So if you both have an agreement, if you're both in a monogamous relationship and you have an agreement, then honor that commitment so long and for as long as it truly is authentically true. That doesn't mean challenges won't come up that will give you opportunities to choose a to deepen your commitment, to deepen your discipline, to deepen your heart, to expand your heart, to feel deeper, to move through momentary fleeting moments like, oh, that's a little temptation, tempting chocolate over there to reach out and have some cookies, but mm, maybe I won't do that. And so... Whatever commitments you've made, honor them. But if it's not your authentic truth, you know, if you're being in a, and this is what I would tell this man, if you're being in a, shall we say, monogamous relationship and simply agreeing to be in something that you think you should be based on what is expected of you by family, friends, society, you know, religion, people around you. And it's an imposed expectation from the outside in and it's not your deepest truth. Then you are already being unfaithful, cheating on yourself and your partner, even though you're with them. You can be with them. But if it's not your deepest truth, you're already cheating on yourself and them anyway. And there'll be a part of yourself that you can't bring to relationship because there's a part of yourself that you're not truly owning and acknowledging authentically. See, when you first meet your partner, you attracted each other into each other's lives based on your level of consciousness. Also, there's some lessons for which you and that person needed to teach each other in terms of this dynamic of relationship. And so there was some karma. You both had certain lessons to teach each other and you made agreements based on this. Here's the thing. Human beings, as human beings, we're not a static we're not robots. We're not machines. We are evolutionary beings. As you both evolve, as your consciousness shifts, as your belief shifts, as you expand, as you grow, as your partner grows, there is a different soup that is created. And so as you both evolve, it's only natural that your needs, wants, desires, uh, beliefs, all of this will also shift. So likely your agreements will also have to shift and take this evolution into consideration as what you agreed to in the beginning may no longer be or feel true to who you are right now. And that, that, that doesn't mean you have an open relationship, sleep with other people. That just might mean you might have to talk about what your needs are now and see where your partner's at to see if you can both meet each other's needs or still have some of those needs met in relationships in a way that still facilitates and inspires aliveness. But in doing so, you honor yourself, you honor your partner, you honor your love by speaking your truth. Have the courage to speak your truth 
and renegotiate your commitments to create agreements and expand your commitments and expand your agreements to create agreements and commitments so that you can find new ways of relating and a new agree new agreements that are more true and in alignment and representative of who you both are today then your relationship is not simply a museum of the past many times we're living in past agreements and we're living in the past we're not living in the now we're not living in the present we're not really in relationship with who the person is in front of us today we're in relationship with who we met 20 years ago and we're not actually in relationship with the person that's actually in front of us this moment so have the courage to be expressed create the structure and agreements that allow for more love to be expressed between both of you the agreements you set yesterday and last year should not inhibit your full expression the authenticity of your being and the love that can be expressed from both of you or between you both so to me this is real openness real open relationship is hearts open to creating a way of relating where more love can actually be expressed it may not involve anyone else but you and that person so real open relationship is a commitment first and foremost to love to love and a commitment to love is truth even if it's uncomfortable. So whether you are with one partner or multiple partner, the real freedom is in how open your heart is to allowing the deepest expression of love that is seeking to happen through you. You could be in an open relationship, you could be with many partners, but you know, you could be with many partners, folks, and you could still have a closed heart. You can be in a deeply committed, intimate, monogamous relationship with one person for the rest of your life forever and have a truly open relationship. Open as in heart open relationship. Real openness is beyond form. Let me repeat, real openness is beyond form. It's a state of being within yourself. To really love unconditionally is a sacred and holy act and one that requires courage to learn to love unconditionally is a humbling lifetime practice and process and that's why i think being in a committed relationship with one person as a yoga of loving and conscious evolution can be one of the most spiritually evolving processes uh, as human beings we can go through and there is a fire of transformation in that there's a depth that you can go to in that real love but real love gives freedom this is something i'd like you to consider real love gives freedom many times out of our fear of losing our partner our partner going off our partner sleep being with someone else we try to control the other person you can't control another person if someone's going to do something or cheat on you or do or be, betray you in some way the reality is they're going to do it and if you try to control them and force them to not do that you don't really have them anyway real love gives freedom and in freedom there's always choice the choice to do or the choice not to do then if your partner chooses to be with you not because there's some imposition but because it's their deepest truth out of the openness 
of love that you are both providing for each other, then you know not only are you in a truly open relationship if you're the only people in the relationship, then you know the love is real. Love is not a demand. Love is not demanding to your partner that they be something that you want them to be or controlling them to be a version of yourself that you want them to be. But to serve their soul in becoming who they are truly meant to be in this lifetime. You know that you are in the right relationship. And you know, look, folks, sometimes the right relationship might be challenging. Sometimes in the right relationship, you may not always get what you want, but your soul will get what it needs. That's the difference. Am I just getting what I want or is my soul getting what it needs? And how do you know your soul is getting what it needs? Because it's evolving, because you're growing, even if it's challenging. A deep profound yoga class can be challenging. You don't just lie down in savasana position and just, you know, listen to music. Sometimes you stretch and you sweat and it's challenging and you wobble and you shake, but that's where the growth is. And so you can know that you're in the right relationship when you're actually encouraged and challenged to be more fully yourself. To love Another unconditionally is to truly see who they are beyond their personality and to love their soul. To love another unconditionally is true openness, is to commit to their soul's growth and evolution. In romantic relationship, what I found is we're often afraid to give our significant other this level of freedom out of fear. What if they leave us? What if they won't love us? What if they outgrow us? Maybe you felt this fear before, but love isn't fear. Whenever you do something out of fear, you never give all of yourself. Whenever someone else does something out of fear, they never give all of themselves. Then you don't really have each other. Every relationship is the opportunity to practice loving, to practice integrity, and to live, shall we say, your spirituality in your everyday life reality in your everyday life so recognize loving is not limited trust love trust the depth of your heart when you're in control and trying to control the other person you don't trust yourself and you don't trust them and you don't trust love love's depth is infinite and if you're needing to control and hold on and control pro probably you might not be in the right relationship we live in a world of seven billion people so there's seven billion different ways of loving, not one way, seven billion different ways of loving. And real freedom is the courage to love another with all of your heart and all of your soul and be committed to the loving rather than controlled by your fear. Real freedom, again, is to be connected to your authentic self and make choices that are in alignment with your soul. Real freedom is the discipline of the heart to sacrifice the lesser desire for what is more. Sometimes it might mean saying no to the fleeting moment or the fleeting fantasy or the fleeting pleasure or the fleeting lust. Real freedom is a deeper commitment to loving. And loving is a commitment to serving. To love someone unconditionally requires that you love yourself. And you can't truly, folks, you can't truly give that to another unless you give that to yourself. So... Just to wrap up, 
loving another person unconditionally doesn't mean, let me make it clear, it doesn't mean you agree to doing whatever they want because I love them unconditionally. You'll let me be with this person. You'll let me you know, have multiple partners. No, loving another unconditionally doesn't mean you agree to do whatever they want. If it doesn't feel right, if what they want truly doesn't feel right and isn't honoring to yourself, then you have to make a choice. You are now given the opportunity to honor yourself and make a choice. And when you honor yourself, you honor another. So it's not about changing another, but it's also not, a, not about, you know, if you truly love another, you're not you're trying to change another. You're allowing them to be who they are. And if who they are, and if who you are, and if where they're, where they're at, and where you're at actually is compatible, boom, you have a match. So, Loving another person unconditionally doesn't mean you agree to do whatever they want. It truly means seeing if where they're at and what they want is aligned with where you're at and what you want and honoring for yourself and making a choice. Loving another unconditionally doesn't mean you do so while sacrificing your truth, your morals, your integrity, your well-being, or your deepest, truest needs. Honor yourself. Being an open relationship with yourself is honoring yourself. It's then when you honor yourself that you can truly honor your partner. To truly love unconditionally requires your ability to be able to say no. Then your yes can be authentic. To love another unconditionally is to truly want the best for them. To honor where they are in their process. To allow them the, the space to be in their process and their evolution right now even if it means it's not with you. You may have different needs. You may have different wants. You may have different uh, requirements at this stage of your life. So commit to loving each moment. When you commit to loving each moment of your relationship, whether you're with the person or not, guess what, folks? You can never lose. Because when you love, you can never lose. And sometimes, yes, is true. If your partner truly wants to be with another partner, with someone else and this is not your truth and I'm not saying it should be your truth and it's not your truth it might mean that you have to end the relationship and begin a new relationship because the loving can continue but the form may have to shift so that you can honor yourself other times it might mean you commit more deeply to working on your relationship even though it's challenging and stretches you and pushes your buttons when you commit to loving unconditionally, you're committed to the highest good in any given situation. So folks, commit to loving big. There's no right answer. There's no wrong answer. There is just the deepest truth that you must have the courage to feel and find within yourself. Because when you go for the deepest truth, you go for the deepest growth. And at the end of your life, the only thing you take with you is your growth and evolution. Commit to loving big. When you love big, Miracles beyond what you can imagine will be yours. And yes, if someone in relationship is truly yours, they will be yours. And if they're not yours, why would you want them to be yours anyway if they're not yours? So folks, ask and invoke and pray for the highest good to be done in your relationship. Hope you enjoyed this short podcast episode talking a bit about open relationships, commitment in relationships, and what unconditional love 
truly means. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, please definitely subscribe, folks. And I'm going to also make a small request that you that you you comment, but you also share your reviews on iTunes. Your reviews really help. Spread the word too about this podcast. Please share it with your friends, your community, your family on Facebook, on Instagram, and send me an email. I would love to know your key takeaways from today's session. Love now. If you've enjoyed this episode of Soul Talk, please do share the podcast with all of your friends. Let everyone know and make sure you download Soul Talk today. I'm looking forward to next week where I'll get to share more inspiration with you. Meanwhile, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or social media. You can find out more about my work at www.coopblackson.com. If you feel ready to take your life to the next level, join me at my exclusive event in Bali, www.boundlessblissbali.com, where you can find out more and apply. Also, make sure to remember to download my free two-part video training series and learn the ultimate secrets to happiness and fulfillment at coopblackson.com. Sending you all big hugs and love now.